This is the Better Reading Podcast platform with stories behind the story, Jane's Be Better Podcast, my book chat with Caroline Overington and more. Looking for a particular podcast? Remember, you can always skip to it. The What Are You Reading podcast is brought to you by Belinda Audio. Hi everyone, Cheryl Argle here. This is our new podcast, What Are You Reading? Our followers know that we have our popular What Are You Reading Facebook Live every Thursday at 2pm. We decided to keep asking that question over the summer with this podcast and some amazing guests. So buckle up and let's talk about what we are reading. Jack Heath, welcome to Better Reading. Hello, thanks for having me. Now, Jack wrote his first novel in high school and sold it to a publisher at age 18. Since then, he's published more than 40 books for children and adults. His latest novel is Kill Your Husbands, about three couples who rent a house in the mountains and decide to partner swap in the dark. When the lights come back on, one of them is dead. It's wildly funny and compulsive reading. I mean, wow, wow, wow. There's a lot of humour in your work. (laughs) Oh, uh, thank you. I think the humour is the only reason I can get away with the books being as dark as they are, you know. I want to sort of explore the sinister side of humanity, but more importantly, I want the reader to have a good time. So it's important to kind of have that lightness of touch and comic relief, I think. Yeah. And also too, I think to write something like Kill Your Husbands, like the only way it's going to work is with a bit of humour. It's not going to work any other way, is it? Yeah, that's right. There are definitely people who who take it too seriously. I've been getting a, a bit of blowback online from who knew that, you know, men had such sensitive egos. I'm, I'm shocked, shocked and appalled, but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> most people are willing to see the funny side. Yeah, yeah, and I'm not surprised either. And also too, I mean, let's just face it, usually in crime, when we're talking about traditional crime, it's the woman that gets murdered. Yeah, I know. There's nothing. I mean, I I think anyone should read whatever makes them happy. But I've just read so many of those books that begins with, you know, an, an alcoholic divorce detective standing in the red dirt, looking down at a woman's body in the dust. And there's, you know, dingoes circling or whatever. And I, I just thought, hey, can we can I set a book in Australia that doesn't fit that archetype, something that's a, a bit more sort of um, playful and kind of upends the reader's expectations a few times. Yeah, no, no, I love it. This is a what are you reading segment. We have so many people on vacation this time of year or on holiday uh, for Christmas, for summer, and they're just looking for something to read. And the best way I think to do that is to get a recommendation from somebody. So what are you reading? Right now I am rereading a book called If This Book Exists, You're in the Wrong Universe by Jason Pargin. It's a kind of... um. If you imagine what Douglas Adams did for sci-fi, you know, so telling a science fiction story but including lots of kind of wild humour and sort of uh, Douglas Adams had a real silly streak. So imagine that but sort of for horror. So Jason Pargin writes this sort of cosmic horror series about a couple of mid-twenties doofuses in a town known only as Undisclosed, which is full of, you know, hauntings and interdimensional shenanigans. And so, again, it's right in my wheelhouse because some of it is incredibly dark and scary 
scary and other bits of it are completely hilarious. So there's four books in the series. The first one was called John Dies at the End. And in fact, John, one of the two guys has died in every single book so far, but he always finds a way to come back. And Love that. In my opinion, you don't actually need to read these books in order. Um, you, you can kind of pick them up anywhere. And like most writers, Jason Pargin is getting better with experience. So the first one, in my view, might be a little bit clunky. Whereas, But this new one, if this book exists, you're in the wrong universe. I, I thought maybe one of my New Year's resolutions might be to reread more things because sometimes when you're reading a book for the second time you can appreciate it on a deeper level and now that I've uh, I've been blitzing through my my second read of this book and I'm thinking I might go back for a third sometime in 2024 it's just so much fun you know what I think too I think you know when you read books it's uh it's of the time you know yeah. what you get from them is where you're at at the time that's so true. There are so many books that I've I've read in my life where either I've enjoyed them and then come back sort of years mm. later and gone, actually, maybe that mm. that's not as good as I thought it was. But there are also plenty of books that I sort of hated where I feel like if I reread them now, I might think they were uh, really, really, really good. There's in high school, I read a book by Helen Barnes called Killing Aurora, I think, which at the time I was only interested in sort of, you know, helicopters and explosions and spies and time travel and stuff. So reading this book about a teenage girl with an eating disorder whose parents are going through a messy divorce, that wasn't going to be interesting to me at all. But years later, I found myself still thinking about the book. Mm -hmm. And even though I've I've never reread it, I've definitely come to appreciate it the way mm -hmm. the author probably intended, whereas I just wasn't ready for it as a 13-year-old boy. Yeah, no, I understand that completely. Tell me, what do you do over Christmas and, and January? Do you Are you working? Are you writing? Or do you take time off? What do you do uh, with I will take today? Um, I, I will take a, a little bit of time off. So I am a, a full-time writer and I have a, a lot of contracts and a lot of deadlines, so I can't ever afford to take too much time off. But generally I treat August as a write-off because that's oh. when Children's Book Week is. So I spend a lot of time on tour. I, I never really get anything done. And the period between kind of Christmas and New Year and maybe a week or two after, I'm not anticipating getting any writing done either. So I'm going to go camping with my kids. Um, I, you know, won't take the laptop with me or anything like that. Any any ideas that bubble up in my head, I'm not even going to write them down. I figure if, wow. they're, if they're good, they'll come back to me later. And if not, I can just let them die. I, I definitely need a, a reset after um, the kind of blistering pace I've been writing and editing at this year. And does Santa visit your place? <laughs> Santa visits my kids. I would be um, very surprised if Santa visited me. Uh, I'm not sure I've been a good enough boy, frankly, but I am hoping that there might be, you know, a, a book in my Christmas stocking. A few years ago, I used to work at a bookshop and that was wonderful, but the worst thing about it was Spending that, your wages on the books. Well, yes, but it also meant no one ever gave me books for Christmas. They would oh, say yeah. like, oh, well, if Jack really wanted this, he surely would have bought it for himself. And so my Christmas stocking ended up being filled with things which were not books and therefore were of very little interest to me. <laughs> yeah, that's very funny. So what are you reading? Um, what are you looking forward to reading in 2024? Uh, 2024 is going to be an exciting year. I know there's a new Dinica McKenzie coming out. Oh, called gosh. Tipping Point. 
Isn't she wonderful? She is wonderful. And her heroine, detective Kate Mm. Miles, is just such a great character. So I'm looking forward to coming back to that. But there's also a uh, a memoirist, well, sorry, a a writer and um, podcaster named Victoria Vanstone, who was an alcoholic, like a a serious alcoholic. I I met her at an event once and she showed me that she was missing a finger because she'd blown it off with a firecracker on on one particular drunken rampage. So I've met her a few times over the years and she's a really interesting person. And finally, finally, her memoir is going to come out. I forget who publishes it. I um, I think it might be Pantera Press, right. but she's got a lot of crazy stories to tell and she's got a memoir coming out called A Thousand Wasted Sundays. So I'm really looking forward to reading that. I think it's going to be, um, you know, both hilarious and heartbreaking in, in equal measure. But maybe have I got time to yeah, say one more absolutely. thing? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Years and years and years ago, uh, 2012 from memory, uh, a guy named Jasper Ford wrote a book called Shades of Grey, which was immediately overshadowed by Fifty Shades of Grey when it came out. But the the premise of it, it was this wonderful sci-fi book set in a, a kind of nightmarish dystopia where your status in society was determined by which colours you could see because wow. everyone was selectively colourblind wow. and they were kind of ranked by the um, where they sat on the spectrum. So, you know, Roy G. Biv, the reds, are, well, the greys are the lowest of the low. They can't see colour at all. And then there's the reds and then the oranges and then the yellows. And when you get up to the people who can see purple, they're like royalty. But the thing is, there, there's no no real logic to it. When you're reading the book, it, it's apparent to you. It's very funny, but it's also deeply unfair that people who can see purple are arbitrarily valued by society and arrested at lower rates and stuff than people who can only see red. That but rings a bell. That rings yeah, a bell, it's Jack. This, <laughs> it's this brilliant inversion of, you know, what yeah. if what if your status in society was determined not by the colour of your skin but by the colours you could see on other people's skin? It was really very, very clever. And he finally, finally has a second book in that series coming out uh, a whole 11 years later, 12 years later, however long it's been. It's called Red Side Story and I'm uh, definitely planning to pre-order it. Lovely. Okay, well, you have a wonderful Christmas and a wonderful holiday. Yeah, and thank you so much for chatting with us today. No worries. I hope all your listeners have a wonderful holiday. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to give us a review. And if you love discussing books, check out our What Are You Reading merch, T-shirts, tote bags and more. Find us on the Better Reading website. If you enjoyed this podcast, leave us a review and check out the other podcasts on the Better Reading Network.